Christ appears in the clouds. I do believe that. But I see as the gospel has moved around the world, it is wherever it's gone, it's leaving those nations. And when it leaves, those countries are never going to be turned to Christianity, even though there could be individuals. And I see a... um, There is no verse for an altar call. Amen. There's no verse for an altar call. As a matter of fact, salvation is a process that you are enlightened in Hebrews 6, and you are continually growing and working your way towards the prize, which uh, is Christ Jesus. So to me, I, I've always said, you know, I, I study study words in your Bible. You'll gain a ton of knowledge. This is a big, thick book right here. Mine's 1,422 pages. And I don't think there's anything wrong with reading through your Bible, but every once in a while, stop. Mm-hmm. And look at some words, study some words, and you will great, gain great knowledge and understanding in that. So I always recommend pure Bible study. Mm-hmm. It's free, yeah. right? It is a great King James only Bible study. And another little book that I always I I like. You're not getting it. <laughs> is Gail Ripplinger's Dictionary of Bible Words, and this literally takes some of the hard words in your Bible. And she explains them by using other verses and tells you a meaning of it. And, of course, the best way to study words is to chase them through the Bible. Mm-hmm. To get a <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> it's only like 12, 15 bucks, but it's a nice yeah, little book with uh, words like, I found out what half means the other day. It's yeah. like half of a whole. Yeah. Uh, so there was something else I wanted to say. Um, we're looking at the kingdom, and we've been looking at the mysteries of the kingdom. We saw last week how a lot of these mysteries are solved at the second coming of Christ. So to me, timing, I really do believe timing is everything. And I think understanding the kingdom is very important too because um, because of Curtis and Asbury you know, opening that door that I started asking questions to God about, there's a theology out there called dominionism. Mm -hmm. And it is anti-biblical. And I really do believe that this is important, studying eschatology, studying the kingdom, who gets in, who doesn't, because uh, we're going to get into it eventually. I want to do a Sunday where we just look at dominionism, seven mountain mandates, uh, all this stuff, um, the New Apostolic Reformation. All these guys are grouped together, and they believe that we are going to win the world over to Christ. There's going to be some worldwide revival, and when we win the world over to Christ, then he's going to come and sit on an earthly kingdom, ruling over earthly people. When Jesus said he was coming, he asked this question, will I find faith on That's the right. earth? That's right, yeah. I mean, it's going to be... True faith is going to be That's so right. rare. Yeah. That God says, will I even, will there even be yeah. faith when I, I mean, real faith. That's right, Curtis. And what here. dominionism is linked to, it's all these Asbury, uh, Toronto Blessing, Pensacola, these, these emotional right. movements that no scripture is being used, but they are emotionally pulling people and it's not really saving anybody but it's just feeding the Apostolic Reformation or Dominionist. And I'll say this, 
Does anybody know who Donald Trump's spiritual advisor was? Paula White. Paula White. Paula White is a dominionist. And they're, they're all part of this. Yeah. That's what Trump is. He's a dominionist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that they believe, that's why he's so, he was pushing Christianity because he believes that he's going to be given a position when Christ comes as president of the United States. Their, their dominionism is a false doctrine, false teaching. And I think it's very, I don't think this is a coincidence. Yeah. I think it needs to be exposed. And I do, we're going to get into a Sunday where we're going to look at who these people are and what they believe. And well, it's not biblical. What that sounds like, what you were just saying about Trump, is when, was it Peter asked, like, who's going to be greatest in the kingdom yeah. or the mother mm-hmm. asked or something yeah. like that. And it's like all about self and ego and where, yeah. where do I get to be, yeah. you yeah. know, which yeah. that is you look anti at the guy, what God. Sure, you look at the guy and all of us, even though, like, you know, we voted for him and we like the things he did economically wise, but you're like, he doesn't speak like, like one a, of us. Like he curses, Christian, he right. cusses without any repentance. Yeah. What he introduced the vaccine he's, and he, he had pride in it. Yeah. He's, he's the boy. Yeah, that's right. right. The it's right. Yeah. So okay, so um <laughs> we were looking at this man. <laughs> I, I don't care if it's I'm with you, brother. Hi Wendy, welcome back. <laughs> so we were looking at these mysteries and we were looking um I thought I left some meat on the table last week with the mystery of Israel and the fullness of the Gentiles coming in. So I just want to backtrack, even if we spend the whole morning on it, uh, we're, we're going to backtrack, look at the mystery of Israel and um, the fullness of the Gentiles. But I just want to start with this. We've already brought it up. We see what's going on. We're the ones who see what's going on. And we understand that Jesus said, after two days, I will revive them, right? Mm-hmm. He's coming back. Well, it's we're in that area where in the last days and we start seeing things are getting worse globally, and there seems to be a, a socialist communist movement globally, control over people. We're not free. We were talking mm-hmm. about this earlier. Yeah. The Constitution's kaput. Right? When they took executive power three years ago, they did away with the Constitution. Yeah. You can roll that back to uh, uh, when the planes hit the towers. uh, That's right. What was that bill that they passed? Uh, Freedom. 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 Patriot Act. Patriot Act. Patriot Act. Act, Where they could start snooping into people's uh, information without letting them know. So, I mean, like we were saying earlier... You know, what manner of persons ought we be knowing that these things are coming? Well, when Jesus came, what was he preaching? The kingdom. The kingdom. Mm -hmm. Right? So he says, um, Matthew 4, 17 says, From that time Jesus began to preach, say, Repent, for the kingdom is, is at hand. We're in the last days. Jesus said that. When he came the first time, we are now in the last days. But I want to say, here's what John the Baptist said. Mm Mm-hmm. Matthew 1 1. You know, and I think Kevin said something last week that I agree with. We start yelling out these verses. Let's give people a chance to get there so they could see the verses. I think what happens is me and Curtis, we tell you to go to a verse and we start reading before you get there. And I think you lose something in the meantime, not seeing it. 
Oh, you're flipping through it's, pages. Um, Matthew 3, 1. Because I, I, oh, okay. I, just letting you know. Yeah. Okay, so it's wrong on the sheet. <laughs> you can tell I'm not getting this yeah. from anybody, that I'm actually doing the work myself. <laughs> there were some other things I caught, too. But, uh, okay, so Matthew 3, 1. Yeah, I dig a hole in the wrong spot often. <laughs> yeah. You know? So 3, 1. Everybody there? Yeah, amen. In those days, John the Baptist... Uh, came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness in Judea and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Uh, for he was that was spoken by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. So John the Baptist came preaching repentance and that the kingdom is coming. And I think we should be preparing people for a kingdom that's coming. But... Who is, who is, uh, he's quoting Isaiah here, right, Isaiah, and who is Isaiah talking about? Elijah. Yeah. Right? Thank you. So John the Baptist is a picture of Elijah. Jesus even said that, if you can accept it. Yeah, he is. Yeah. We know that Elijah is coming. So Elijah is coming, is he coming to Caledonia? No. Are him and Moses coming to Caledonia? Are they coming to Cleveland? Are they? They're going to Israel to preach to who? Well, the, Jews, the Jews, right? So Malachi. Well, actually, they're preaching to the whole world because absolutely. all of them see the right. things that they're doing, right? Yeah, but they're going to be in yeah, they will a be place in called Israel, right? Yeah. Uh, so at Malachi uh, three. If somebody gets there, three one. Okay, I'm there. Uh, go ahead, Lance. Three one. You want to go there? Not even there. Okay, no, John, you there? Three one. Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me. And the Lord, whom ye seek, shall suddenly come to his temple. Even the messenger of the covenant, whom ye delight in, behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. So there it is. Elijah's coming. It's a promise from God that he's going to send Elijah. John, you want to keep reading? Yeah. Read chapter 4. For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud, yea, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. And the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in his wings. And ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the saw. And ye shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet. And the day that I shall do this, saith the Lord of hosts, remember ye the law of Moses, my servant, which I commanded unto him and Horeb for all Israel with the statutes and judgments. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet for the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. So, there's, there's a lot here. Um, so, Elijah's obviously coming, and it looks to me like there's two people. There's going to be people destroyed and people saved. The Son of Righteousness will rise a healing in his wings, and you are going to tread down people under our feet. Jesus says that he's going to put his enemies under his feet. So which is it? Yes. Well, if we're the body and he's the head, 
<laughs> the victory is his and ours. So in Revelation 2, it says, they will come and bow before thy feet. He's talking to the church. That's because we're his body. And he's not coming back without us. Right? It's the two witnesses. And they, absolutely. So there you go, Kev. Look at, and this is really what I want to look at. Kevin just brought it up. Clearly, Elijah is coming. Yeah. Right? We know one of the witnesses. People want to say Enoch. But Enoch, the law and the prophets are what was taught to Israel. Right. Elijah is the prophets, and Moses mm -hmm. gave the law. And there he is right there. Verse 4. It says, remember ye the law of Moses. So he's telling them Moses is coming, not Enoch. Right? And Moses is coming. Uh, look at Acts and it's Mount Transfiguration, too. It's right. Those two are there at the Mount of Transfiguration. Yeah. Yep. Uh, look at Acts 3. I don't think I have it on here. That, but Acts 3. Um, yeah, 19. Yeah, 319. I'm going to read this. Uh, Repent ye. What, what did John and Jesus say? Repent for the Repent. kingdom is in hand. Repent ye and be converted. Mm -hmm. You there, Kev? Yeah, I got it. Go okay. Repent ye and be, and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Refreshing is a reviving. There's a revival coming when Jesus Christ comes. And ye shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you, whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things. You catch that? When Jesus Christ comes, he's going to restitute, restore everything. What does restoration mean? What does restitution mean? It means restoring to its original form. Well, I'm told that when Christ comes to earth, it's going to be like the Garden of Eden again. And that he's coming with his kingdom. So to me, this he's coming with his world, with his kingdom, at the second... Let me ask you, where would you put this event? Uh, whom the heaven, verse 21. Whom the heaven must receive until the times of a restitution of all things which God had spoken by the mouth of his holy prophets since the world began. For Moses truly said unto the fathers, A prophet shall the Lord your God raise up unto you of your brethren like unto me. Him shall ye hear in all things whatsoever he shall say to you. And it shall come to pass that every soul which will not hear that prophet shall be destroyed among the people. This, uh, this is the second coming, right? And I'm told that he's going to restore all things to its original form, and he's going to separate believers from unbelievers. Um, well, isn't that the next step? I'm taking that as being Moses. Now, you told said that the next thing we're looking for is the angels to be proclaiming not to take the mark, and the two two prophets? I I said that the angels are said not to take the, the mark. There's angels that that will will come across the sky and say, "Oh, there's one angel proclaiming the everlasting yeah, gospel." He's saying right. the steps before the end. 
I, I'm, I think I've said all along, the next event we're looking for is Antichrist stepping into the te built temple, which means I need to see a temple first. And we need to see the two witnesses. The Absolutely. Two witnesses. Because yeah. they'll be going at the same time. Yeah. And the angel, the, days, right. the, the, the two days. witnesses, yeah. one being Moses, mm -hmm. that's what I, I, I picked up from that. He says, a man, <laughs> as, of, as of myself, yeah. will be a prophet. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so, yeah, I like, okay, I like what Alan's saying here. So I think actually what Moses is saying here, clearly he's pointing to Christ, right? He's going to raise one up, but he says he's going to raise one up. I also think he's talking about himself. I'm saying. Yeah, I, I think you're. I think you got a good point there. I think he's actually talking about himself here. That he is going to bring him into Israel and raise him up on that to, because, to be a witness. Because back where this part started, yeah, in Isaiah 40 verse 3, it says, "The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare ye the way for the Lord, and make straight the desert a highway for our God." Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, he's speaking of John, and it also references Malachi three one. Right. Yeah. And absolutely. So it clearly, yeah, I like what you're saying because I do. I when you read this and you go read the cross references to Moses saying this in Exodus, it sounds to me like Moses is saying he's going to bring me back to you people. And Kev, what does the Jordan represent? Death. He never crossed the Jordan. What does Canaan represent? The promised land. He never entered the promised land, but he allowed him to go up into a mountain, yeah. see the promised land, and then God put him to death and hid his body. Why did he hide his body? Plus, I think it said that Moses' body was perfect when he died. Mm -hmm. And God hid his body, and then we see this war going on between Michael and Satan over the body of Moses. Why? Because he's going to plop him back in that human body, and he's going to be one of the two witnesses. He may have never left the body. It, there yeah. you go. He's been yeah. in front of God yeah. so many times. How yeah. do you know that if God can create this earth and yeah. do whatever Amen. he's done, yeah. how, why can't he preserve it for 2,000, 3,000 years? Oh, yeah. And you know what? To Alan, when you, Kevin brought it up, the two witnesses at the Transfiguration are Elijah and Moses. And they see Christ glorified. They're not glorified. You read those accounts. They're not glorified. Right. They see Christ glorified. And he's explaining to them of the things that are going to take place. Uh -huh. So, th so even Elijah and Moses, even though they appeared with him, they didn't understand they're, these they're things. They're talking to him on the Mount of Absolutely. Yeah. So, Kev, think of this. Where were Eli? Was Jesus Christ crucified and led captivity captive yet? When, no. 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 no, so they're here, they're in Abraham's bosom, right. Right? right? So when he appears, he shows them, I'm coming to get you. A little soon, hang on, I'm coming to get you. I'm going to bring your souls up to heaven and I'm going to plop your bodies. I'm going to plop you back. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. This is real. And this is, this is important to understand. Go ahead. You're Just saying, don't ruin the moment. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but I do have a question on uh, the, the restoration or the restitution. So that is a part of the day of reckoning. Because that's why they say they have we hold each other accountable. 
Because the reckoning is the settling of all the accounts. Yep. He says the restitution lands of all things. That's everything. That is the whole creation. Matthew 19, 28, 29 says when he comes, I only know one other time he's coming. He's been here once, he's coming a second time. He says when I come in the regeneration, that means he's going to regenerate everything to its original form. So Christ is coming. He's not coming to this world. He's not going to rule on a cursed earth. Uh, back to Malachi. Look well, at Malachi what was for the one. reference you just used? Matthew, what did you just say? I don't even remember. 19, oh, Matthew 19, 28, 28. and 29. Or you could start reading like 27. Okay, where are we going now? So uh, back to Malachi. I, I just, just think about this. Just... I, I am starting to think that these things are important. Mal back to Malachi 4.1. No, 4. No, 4. So I don't have to tear this out of my Bible, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said so, yeah. It's important. Yeah. I'm glad that, Alan, I'm glad he said that because what Alan said about Moses is something that I started seeing, and he, and he just verified it. You know what I mean? Because I always saw this, as, and I do, I still believe... The one he's going to raise up is Christ. But I also think he's talking about himself. Um, Christ is already raised up. That's right. That's right. right. Yeah. So look at 6. Are you telling me that Malachi 4.6? Is Christ going to rule and reign on a earth with a curse, on a cursed earth? No. 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 He's coming... With the new world. Okay, so let's move on. Um, 28. So, yeah, I want to go back to this. Matthew 28. Uh, Lance. 18 to 20. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Give everybody a minute to get there. came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Okay, so I, I like this verse because um, the verse that says, uh, people love this verse, uh, the, that day and hour knoweth no man, not the not the not angels, the not even the sun. Yeah. He does know. Jesus does know. Jesus, when when he came, he said to the disciples, "Preach the kingdom, right? This way, teach all things." So that means Jesus knows all things. So he knows the day and the hour now. He wasn't glorified yet. It was when he's teaching Matthew 24, where that verse is, nobody knows the day or the hour. He was limited in his understanding. It didn't mean he's not God, but God held back his understanding until he was glorified. Because like we saw last week, he tells the, the disciples, he said, you don't understand these things until you receive power from on high. Now you can start to understand it. And we have end times teaching by Jesus Christ where we could actually put a day 
Uh, not a day. Now, I'm not saying that we know the day or the hour, but we can see the timing of things, right? So verse, verse 20 says, teaching them all things. What are all those things? The kingdom. Go teach the kingdom. Prepare people for the kingdom. Yes, yes, look back at the death, burial, and resurrection. Yes, it is very important. But it is just important that he is coming with his kingdom because when he comes with his kingdom, then eternity starts. But there is no second chances. You missed the word there. It says teaching them to observe. Yeah. Right. That's a word. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yes. That's a good and word. Observe. Walking around who say, I'm, I'm going to heaven. Yep. And they got their eyes closed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's just another day. Yeah. 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 And that's what we're doing. We're observing all things that we are told and we're preparing for what's coming because we see what's coming. Yeah. We're the ones who see it. So we're to prepare for it. Okay, um, I'm going to skip these next two, Deb. Um, X1, turn to X1. Gala, you want to read um, 3 to 11. Acts 1, 3-11 To whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father which saith he, Ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost, not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? Up far? To eight? To uh, eleven. Eleven. Okay. And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. So there, there's so much going on here. What did he? He's teaching them on the kingdom, which means he knows of the kingdom. So this is after he's glorified, mm -hmm. after he's resurrected. Now he comes and he says, "Okay, now you're going to start to learn of things to come, of the kingdom to come, the timing of things to come." Because you're going to receive power from on high. And what is that power on high? The Holy Spirit is now to come in and he's going to teach you. Plus he also said what he's going to look like when he comes. He was received up into heaven in a cloud. <laughs> he's coming in the cloud, right? So clear teaching of how it's going to look like at the second coming. And we have 
27 books in the New Testament that explain the kingdom, mm -hmm. right? 27 books, mm -hmm. so now we can get an understanding. Curtis brought it up, I brought it up last week. The parables were for us to understand the kingdom. So I can now understand the kingdom, not by the Old Testament, and I'm not poo-pooing the Old Testament. You guys know me. I use a lot of Old Testament scriptures. But I can now understand the kingdom by the teaching of the New Testament. Well, the Old Testament was the new, it was a mystery. It's a it mystery. It was all veiled. It, and I, I hate to use Clarence Larkin, but he had a good example here about the prophets. They saw the mountain peaks. They really didn't see the valleys. They didn't see everything that was going to go on. We in the New Testament, we're looking more from the valley up to the mountain peaks. It's like right. We have a, a more fuller, a more fuller? Yeah, partial fulfillment in the Old Testament. Yes, and a fulfillment, a fulfillment towards the New Testament. And, and we see that. The whole book of Revelation is the revealing of Jesus Christ. And who's given it to him, Dave? Jesus Christ. So clearly Jesus knows the timing of everything by the time now, Revelation. Now, when he was on the earth and he gave that teaching that he didn't know, yeah. now at that time... He was limited. He was limited. He was right. limited. After he had a resurrected body, he it's could right. do that. That's right. He could do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He could do that. He could cast our sins as far as he yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. yes. Very good. That's good. Well, so we have 27 books in the New Testament. We have 27 books in the New We have 27 books in the New Testament about his revealing. And they're there. You read through the New Testament, it's everywhere. The second coming is everywhere, everywhere you read. And you are to prepare yourself for the second coming. Because why? Because he's not coming to pay the price on the cross again. Right. He's not coming as a lamb to the slaughter. He is coming as king of kings. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Revelation 1.3. So get right or you'll be left. And if you're left, you'll never be right. That's right. Politically <laughs> and spiritually. Uh, <laughs> that works. That works. So, so you know, I, you know, I remember, Jack, I don't I want to say his name, but Kevin knows him. As a pastor, he used to criticize me. He said I was a one-trick pony because I was always pointing to eschatology. I'm not. I think I'm well-doctrined on a lot of things. But I kept bringing up eschatology because they wouldn't. They ignore it. They don't want to touch eschatology. And I'm told right here, uh, Dave, read uh, uh, Revelation 1-3 and uh, Ash. Mm -hmm. Revelation 22, 6-16. Blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand. <laughs> What, Dave? Blessed? Less. Right? Yeah. You know, what does Revelation 20 say about the blessed? Are those who take part of the first resurrection? The blessed. The blessed. Go ahead, Ash. Uh, Revelation 22, 2 through 16? 6 to 16. 6 to 16. And he said unto me, These sayings are faithful and true, and the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. 
And I, John, saw these things and heard them. And when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel which showed me these things. Then saith he unto me, See thou do it not, for I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren the prophets, and of them which keep the sayings of this book. Worship God. And he saith unto me, Seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according as his work shall be. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. For without are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whoever and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. Isn't your Bible beautiful? Aren't the words no, just beautiful? Aren't those just wonderful words? I think I saw something for the very first time here in uh, 15. I've read this a thousand times. Yeah. For without are the sorcerers, yep. the whoremongers, the murderers, and the adulterers, and whoever loveth and maketh a lie. Yep. Two people. But they love, love making the lies. The lies. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right? They, they take joy in they that. They take That's joy in it. You, is, you know, yeah. let's deceive people. Let's deceive more people. Huh. Let's follow the teachings of man and not the teachings yeah. of God. And we all got sucked into the teachings of man. It's kind of interesting. Is, uh, yesterday we went to a, a medical uh, like a conference. Yeah. Um, and Dr. McCullough. McCullough. My sister was there. Was there. Was she? Yeah. Did she? She loved it. Uh, me too. So, so uh, we ran into Kevin. The other, the other Kevin. Oh, the other Kevin. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he made a comment. He said, I found myself crying. I found myself feeling weepy with, with some of the things that he was saying, with the, the mm -hmm. different speakers. They were all very good. And I had had the same experience. Every once in a while, I'm doing this because I can just feel the tears. And it's like, yeah. what is that? So we kind of talked about what, you know, where does that come from? And when you're walking in the lie, and when you're being lied to, which the enemy yeah. uses, that's what yeah. he does. That's right. Liar and murder. He's gonna he's gonna seduce us with lies. And but when you get a moment where you're, uh, we're sitting in a great big room of people that we all all the, for the last several years, it's been, am I alone? And not not outside of the body, but but right. it's like how can nobody see this? And then you're filled. You've got this yeah. room filled with people that are saying, yes, finally, you know, it's being spoken out loud, that, that it, it reminds me of, of what we were just talking about. When we see Jesus, when, when it all becomes clear, yeah. there's going to be such a, it's going to be a peace that you can't even comprehend. Joy. Because all of a sudden, everything will make sense. That's right. Everything Every, will make yeah. sense. We got a glimpse of it yesterday. There was, yeah. I had a glimpse of it yesterday where, all right, they, yeah. they have seen this, and here's the proof, and, and, it felt, and it felt good. How much more? 
Yeah. Yeah. How much yeah. more? You know, it must be more emotional state, but mm -hmm. I was getting angry. Yeah. You're yeah. getting teary-eyed, yes. and I'm getting angry. Yeah. See, that's the way I see it. it this angered me, yeah, that yeah, people yeah, would go like, along yeah. with this. Yeah. yeah, I'd go into Tops after yeah. hockey, pick yeah. up some donuts yeah. for my wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I would see people with their masks <laughs> on. Yeah, I, this is the kind of stuff that angered yeah. me, and I agree with Wendy. What I started realizing is I do think more and more people saw, whether they were saved or unsaved, saw exactly. the lie. Exactly. But here's the problem. The agenda's going forward. That's right. right. Oh. The agenda keeps well, moving yeah, forward. Yeah. They are just keep pushing the agenda. This is where it's obvious to us. There are places in our lives mm -hmm. when that it's not clear. How can I put this? We have almost become part of the world in some oh, yeah. of the yeah. behaviors How of the we not? How could right. we not? Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah. we're influenced. Yeah. It's yeah. in us. So here is a place where it's obvious. It's the extreme. Yeah. But there's there's places in our lives that are going to be very subtle. Yeah, absolutely. Very subtle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and yeah. it's like, oh Lord, how how did I not see that? Why yeah. was I so blind? Or why did I take this attitude when it was clearly not from you? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's, I think, like you say, I mean, to me, here's I, I constantly from Revelation one to Revelation twenty two. I'm told. There's a blessing in studying eschatology. There's a blessing in searching these things out. And I know, for me, God has blessed me understanding eschatology and, and, and delving into it, getting deeper. It has drawn my relationship. It's not just about understanding who, what, when, where, why, what. This is he, what he's done in these studies of eschatology is drawn me closer into him. Realizing that this is the truth, what these studies have done, it has caused me to realize this is right. I look what's going on in the world and I go, this is right. Right? He said it. And he's coming back again, I guarantee it. So there's the promise there, right? I see two people. <laughs> I see the blessed and I see the cursed being separated. But... What I also see, and this is the fear I have, and that's why I try to use scripture. I don't want to be wrong, right? Let God be true and every man a liar. I do not want to be a liar. I fear him for these reasons right here. 18. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of prophecy of this book, if any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And, 19, and if any man shall take away from the words of the, this book, of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life, sure. out of the holy city, and from those things which are written in the book. So think of that. It sounds to me like people were written in, Kev, they were written in and blotted out. I fear that. And that's why, you know, you I'm not saying I have everything... Right, but that's why I quote scripture. Mm -hmm. And you know, if I'm wrong, God will correct. Go ahead, Lance. Okay, so, for things to you know be restored, that restitution, the, the reckoning, then everything has to go back to reflecting God's glory because that is the truth. The darkness yeah. is the lie. Yeah, that's why He's saying, if you sin, you make a liar out of it. That's right. It's right. The blasphemy of the Holy Ghost is to say Jesus did these these miracles, raised himself, the Holy Spirit raised him, God raised him by the Holy Spirit.
To say you have the Holy, not you, to say people have the Holy Spirit dwelling in them and they're not living a life led by the Holy Spirit, that's blasphemy. Right. Right? And that's what I see most Christianity is in the world. That there are once people. Saved, though, it's, 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 a, it's a recipe for. Yep. Once confessed. Liberty, yeah. licentious. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, Live how you want. I, I've heard so many people that I would think are fundamentalist uh, Bible believers right. that have said, well, I don't have to endure. I don't have to endure. I'm saved. Where the Bible plainly tells you, you better yeah. endure. That's right. To the Alan's end. had something to say for a little while. As Asha was reading, um, this fellow wanting to bow down before an angel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How... How does any man stand before God and say, Lord, right. Lord, yeah. haven't I? Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you this man can't even stand before his yeah. angel right. without bowing down. Yeah. What a what happened when Gabriel appeared to Daniel? Made mm -hmm. him sick seeing yep. the, the holiness. These things have to veil themselves when they appear before a man. Days after a yes, day. he was yeah, sick right. for days seeing yeah. seeing it. Yeah. Go ahead, Lane. So there's there's the unrighteous, you know, it's the unclean, and then there's and then there's the wicked, the wicked that actually love, yeah, you know, mm -hmm. the darkness, yeah. And I I think that's what it's saying in fifteen, and we're at that point now, right? Where people really do love the darkness, and that's and that naturally steers them in that direction of of making the lie. Well, what, what do you see in this world? You see a self-centered, egotistical, maniacal, egomaniac world. They can't walk by something without taking a picture of themselves. Yeah. Right? This is what Jesus the talked about, that the love of many will wax cold. That is the lie. That's right. Like yeah, you were that saying, you're worth something. Like you were saying, like the, the reality is, is in the spiritual. It's not in the physical. So what we're seeing is a lie. That's right. Okay, so Revelation... Anybody else? Did somebody else? I thought I saw somebody. Okay, so Revelation 14, 2. 14, 12. Um, Curtis, you on it? Sure. 14, 12 to 14. <clears throat> Everyone there? Yep. Here's the patience of the saints. Here are they that kept uh, keep the commandments of God and the faith of Christ Jesus. <clears throat> I heard the, a voice in heaven saying unto me, Write, Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord henceforth. Yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, and their works uh, do uh, and their works do follow them. And I looked, and behold, a white cloud, and upon the cloud set like unto the Son of Man, having on his head a golden crown, and in his hand a sharp sickle. And another angel came out of the temple, crying in a loud voice to him that sat on the cloud, Thrust in thy sickle and reap, for the time has come for thee to reap, and the harvest is of the earth is ripe. And he that sat in the cloud thrust in his sickle on the earth, and the earth was reaped. Okay. Don't want so, to talk about the other angels? No, we, we, I think we get it. There's another group, right? right? There's right. A, mm -hmm. And what did Jesus say about the harvest? It's the end of the world. Yeah. What do you think that means? It's the end of the world. I think it means it's the end of this the world. This world ends. It ends here. 
And this is the second coming, right? He's coming in the clouds. I see it right here. Behold a white cloud and the harvest. In the harvest of the end of the world, what's he separating? Wheat from tear. Wheat from tear. There's well, no there's no gray area here. And there's no second chances, Gala. He's yeah. separating wheat from tear. Uh go, Lance gonna but when do you go to Revelation one seven? Go ahead, Lance. The world, I guess, in the Bible has always been referred to as physical, never spiritual, right? The world it's always been referred to as earthly, yes, fleshly, all of that. Yes, the world, the system, the people in the world, and the planet itself. Yeah. It never refers to it as anything. It's right. One seven. Yep. Revelation one seven. <laughs> Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him. And they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. How's he coming? In the clouds? Right? And who's going to see him? Just is there, Does this teach some secret rapture where there's going to be some disappearing act? He's, he's coming in the clouds and everyone is going to see him. Everyone. Every single person, the veil between heaven and earth is going to be ripped open, and there he is on the right hand of the Father, coming in the clouds of heaven. That's right. So, yeah, I say this, whether you're a flat earther or a round earther, whether you believe there's a canopy, or if you... It's the same thing. Amen. The veil is going to be ripped open. And Amen. I actually see, I could see that. How can you not see it? It's like, I believe in a, a global earth and a whole mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think it all comes to the point where you go, okay, scripture says that. It seems to point that. And you know that. So, anyways, yeah. Well, I'll just say this. I still believe it's global. Yeah, but I think you, we can agree that it doesn't matter. It doesn't right. matter which we, view. We all had to come around. It doesn't matter which view you take. Right. That veil is going to, whether it's the canopy or whether I believe there's a dimension that's going to open. I got right. Yeah. And regardless, every eye is going to see. It, that's the point. That's the point. And like I've told on both sides of this argument a thousand times. It does not change the position no. of the cross. It's right. Over flat. I'm a flat earther. I believe that. But not a lot of people aren't. You I know, and that's know okay. what's on the bottom side of that earth. Yeah. The, <laughs> no, the actually, water. it's a... Water. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Lance. Like you were saying, Tom, like, at the end, like, the earth, the importance of it wanes, like, in, you know what I mean? Yeah. In God's yeah. presence. Yeah. It doesn't... Yeah. And that's what I say, even if, I don't even, I almost don't want to say it, but even if you're a flat earther or a round earther, that earth is going away. There you go. It's going Absolutely. to be burned up, it's going to be destroyed. When? At the second coming. Okay, so Kevin, Matthew 24, um, 29 to 31. Let me get that. Yeah. 24, yeah. Matthew 24, 29 to 31, 
the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of the trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. So, the rapture, right? I would say this is the rapture. He's coming in the clouds. He's gathering his elect, the saints, right? Uh, when? 29. Yeah. <laughs> is, is, when? is the elect part of the two prophets? Because they have if, died, Anybody right? who is a, a child of God, yes. a, Old Testament, New Testament, is the elect. It's yes. not Israel. Right. That's what I was taught. Yes. That's what yeah, we were taught. Well, Matthew yeah. 24, John's not for us. It's for Israel. Because the elect, that's Israel. Yeah. That's what he's talking about, Israel. And you're going, wait a minute. Yeah. I got verses all over the place oh. that says the Romans 8 says I'm the elect. That's right. Abraham, Abraham wasn't the elect? Right. Make he sure your election Israel. is sure, he says. Yeah. The elect are truly the elect. There it is right there. Um, yeah. uh, uh, verse 21. Look at verse 21. For then shall be great tribulation, mm -hmm. such as not from the beginning of the world to this time, nor shall ever be. Great tribulation. Not wrath. But we're not appointed to wrath. The seven years that they say that doesn't exist, or the three and a half years that it is going to happen, mm -hmm. that's not God's wrath. That's tribulation. That's great tribulation. Like never before. Why never before? Because he's going to take global control, and he's going to punish the saints. But I also see a lot of verses that there's a lot of people that are going to be hid for three and a half years. Mm -hmm. A lot. Well, this is after the tribulation. Yeah. So the tribulation isn't seven years. No. I, I, no, it's just three right. and a half years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Three and a half years. Because after that time, That's right. then he comes to get his elect. So it's right. So the elect do go through the tribulation. That's right. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Ellen, Mark thirteen. So here you go. He have him gathering from heaven. Look at that again. He's going to gather his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. So from heaven to heaven. What does first, so we don't have to go there. So what does first Thessalonians says rises first? Gets the resurrected first. The dead. Where are the dead in Christ right now? They're in under the there. paradise. They're under the under altar. The right? They're under the yeah. altar. They're there. They get raised first and they get gathered unto him. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay, Mark 13. What does 1 Thessalonians 4, uh, uh, let me give you the address, Alan. Mark 13, 26 to 27. So what does 1 Thessalonians talk about the rapture, the dead Christ rise first, then who? We which are alive and remain. On the earth, yes. get caught up. Yes. Okay. This is the same synoptic uh, uh, In a gospel. thousand years, right? You, those who <laughs> remain on the earth. Over the next thousand years, you're <laughs> yeah. going to be caught up. Twenty. Uh, okay, go ahead, Alan. Can I take it back to 24? Do, do whatever you feel the Lord puts on your heart. Thank you. But in those days, after the tribulation, the sun shall be darkened, mm. the moon shall not give her light, and the stars of heaven shall fall, and the powers that are in heaven shall be shaken. Then shall they see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. And then... He sent, uh, and then shall he send his angels, and shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from the uttermost part 
of the earth and the uttermost part of, the, of heaven. You catch that? Matthew 24 says from heaven to heaven. Mm -hmm. Mark says from earth to heaven. Here it is. Here's 1 Thessalonians 4 that when you tell people, give me a verse for a pre-trib rapture, they'll give you 1 Thessalonians 4. But he's clearly putting it on the day of the Lord. The second coming. Which means we have to go through it. Not only that, this is why they say stuff like this, Alan. Well, that's for the Jews. There's no difference between the saved Jew and the saved Gentile. That's right. They had to divide that. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what they'll tell you. They'll tell you Matthew 24, that's for the Jews. Matthew 25 is not for the Jews. Matthew 26 isn't for the Jews. Matthew 23 is not for the Jews. Matthew 13, the parable of the seed and the soils, that's not for the Jews. But Matthew 24 is for the Jews. Why? Because we don't want to suffer and get persecuted. Right. Oh, that's for the Jews. When they're suffering and persecution, that's for the Jews. It's not for the saints. Because we're special. Yeah. This is foolish. This is foolish. You know, and this is why this is no, important no, this is to understand these things. It really is. It's Go ahead, catastrophic. Yeah. Last yeah. Monday night, um, we did a word study on the word patience in the ladies' group. And my favorite line of the night was when Laurel said, and Laurel, you know, has told me a million yeah. times about, and she said, wow, it looks like patience is all... About the tribulation. <laughs> and she, like her eyes. Wow. Praise God. I know. Praise I God. Like no. the Lord, the one who, wow. Yeah. Praise God. That's how it starts. That's right. I was just thinking as you were saying that, Doug, that um, it's, it's, it's so tragic that, that man, it, it, it reveals our weakness mm. that so many people yeah. went for something that was so clearly against Scripture. There's, there's so little in scripture that would suggest uh, once saved, always saved. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's full of it. And it's a Why warning. Are people so deceived? Because they're not in their word. Right. And when yeah. they come to ladies' group and they go to men's group yeah. and they come to Wednesday night and they come to Sunday, they're in his word. That's right. And you cannot read this word it's right. and keep those that miss that, that, that. He exposes lies. Unless you're this to. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. from the pulpit. Yeah. That's right. Amen. Yes. If right. you seek him, right. you'll find That's him. That's right. right. If you seek him, you'll find him. And, yeah. and so when people lay down, and the lovely yeah. thing about what Deb just That's said so is this is somebody uh, that is willing to lay down yeah. something to, it, yeah. to show their vulnerability yeah. and say, I. I'm learning something. Wendy, that's humility. I didn't think I would see something like that out of her. That, well, but they, that's humility. Right. And that's what we want in the men's group. That's Absolutely. What we want in the yes. yeah. that's, what we, that's the time to lay down. Well, I tell you, somebody who can really admit they're wrong, yeah. that's the grace of God. I mean, that's yes. like a huge work of the grace of God. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. such a testimony. Yeah. Pray, pray for her. Pray mm -hmm. for her. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Mother. I was just going to say that. And your mother. I think... The lie was that we were taught to know the word, but the word was preached to us. Yeah, yeah, and we yeah. didn't read our Bible. Yeah, yeah. Right? because we knew the word. Why do we have to read it? We think we think we think alike because this is what I always remember. Since the first day I started going as a Bible believer, read the Bible, read the Bible, read the Bible, and you read the Bible and you go, well, I don't. <laughs> And they go, what? Oh, you're wrong. <laughs> what, well, I was going to say, I had to repent for after, what, like 25 years of. Absolutely. I read my Bible, yeah. but I read it not with, 
with, with the blinders on, on. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Reading it with the bias of what I was yeah. being taught yeah. instead of seeing, even though we were said, whatever is taught to you, make sure you go right. and it, that it's in scripture. I was reading it with, oh, well, it's it aligns with what was taught yes. instead of, yes. you know, and after, and then, and then, and then, like we were just reading in Revelation 22. Yeah. And it almost brings tears to my eyes. Yeah. I taught. Yeah. I taught yep. in the ladies' class. I taught what was taught to me right. by man instead right. of what was taught so, by God. So, Ash, think, right? of it, see, think of how merciful, how Amen. gracious God is that he allowed us, and that, this is on purpose, he allowed us to, to be taught these things so that when we read them, we can now speak against them, against the laurels and most of what I call fundamentalist Christians. I mean, I, I, I'm just thinking of pastors that preach. Yeah. And I, okay. I mean, I, I don't, they are yeah. like light factors mm -hmm. ahead of me in, in like preaching and, and studying even. And it's like it's mind-boggling to me. You, you can think we can think of names right offhand, right? Absolutely. Came on yep. I mean, eloquent speakers yep. and, and great preachers, and yet they got it wrong. They right? have it wrong. And yeah. teachers are held to like a higher Absolutely. accountability, yeah. but shame on me also. Right. You well, know, as on a personal level right. for not I, letting God teach me. Think also. of those verses you know, we just read in Revelation. How seriously He takes the teaching of lies of false doctrine mm -hmm. and like you said they i don't know their heart but they are responsible and it sounds to me you're teaching lies god's going to hold you accountable but I, and i also but because they were taught it yeah. and they were taught right, it right. and it's just trickled all the way down yeah. and i still and every day i say thank god for covid the pandemic yeah, and all of yeah, it absolutely. because that's oh, where god turned turned yeah. my life did a total 180 absolutely. you know and that's i that's i thank god for it in the beginning was the Word, mm -hmm. and the Word was with God, That's right. and the Word was Amen. God. Amen. How much can you mix up, my son? That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Wendy, do you want? Um, and this reveals who we are in Christ. This shows yes. us the yes. absolute vulnerability, weakness, oh, sinful yeah. nature yeah. of who we are. Yeah. When, when we understand that we were so easily turned from the Lord God Almighty... And the words of his, of, of the, the word itself, and look to what men were saying. So what I'm saying is that's just one layer. Right, right. Understand who we are. Absolutely. We are people who are easily influenced. We are people that mm -hmm. easily are drawn away. Yeah. And just, so this is just one layer. Yeah. There's, that's our life. Skins life. are coming off. Yeah. Oh, Lance, did you want to say something? Yeah, I want to say a lot of things, but that's okay. <laughs> well, the <laughs> teachings of men and the doctrines of devils. That's right. That's what we've. That's over the last hundred years right. in America. It was the teaching of men from seminary, and they were teaching the doctrines of devils, which was implanted in the seminaries back in the late seventeen hundreds. Yeah. Right. So there's a, a a line of misteaching. Yeah. And if I can teach the teachers false doctrine, and then they go Absolutely. and teach the people right. false doctrine, and you repeat the lie long enough. That's right. It becomes truth to the person, although it's still the lie. God takes this seriously. Yeah. I mean, we just read the verses in Revelation, how seriously he takes this. Yeah. He's going to add to them the plagues, plagues of, of wrath. Yeah. That means they're not saved. He's going to add to them the plagues of wrath yeah. if you add or take away from the book 
And it's about eschatology. And what do most churches believe? Pre-trib. Mm -hmm. yeah. Think of that. Many are called, few are chosen. Many will come to me in that day yeah. saying, Lord, Lord. He's yeah. not talking about Catholics. And, but, and, and most just ignore Revelation. Like, That's it's right. It's just like, oh, it's too hard. Yep. So we just kind of push it aside. Whereas I've said, when you start reading in from Genesis, the threads are right. all the way there to, Genesis, to, to Revelation. Yes, it's just very good. It's amazing. Very and, good. and Revelation is not difficult. It's not. It's, it's actually not. pretty, you know. It's an elementary. easy read. Elementary, my darling. Elementary. Did you want to say something? Yeah, so. Get ready. When it says that <laughs> verse 35, it says, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but. Yeah, my, word. my word shall not pass away. That's right. And it, it seems like Jesus isn't like, like he's approaching heaven, you know what I mean? And he's gathering the power, it looks right. like. It doesn't look like he's originally like coming from there. So From heaven? Yeah, it looks like he's kind of outside of everything because the word, oh, I see the word doesn't pass away. Right. The heavens weren't there when the word was there the word was there and the word was god well so, and don't forget too you just read it, it said heaven and earth will pass away but my words will never pass away the gospel shall be preaching to all nations right. and then cometh the end right. well right. back to revelation 14 12 you have an angel 14 6 mm -hmm. proclaiming the proclaiming everlasting. the everlasting gospel and here you have the harvest, and Jesus said yeah. the harvest is the end of the world. It, it seems like anything that isn't the word is darkness. It's right. Because so, yeah. Well, because he is I am. That's yeah. right. Yeah, and that's go. it. And that's Paul, it. Paul, Paul Keller, are you there? 14.6. Where are you here? <laughs> I thought he was online all of a sudden. I'm like, wait, where'd he go? 14.6. <laughs> yeah. And I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel. To preach unto them that dwell on the earth, and to every nation, and kindred, and tongue, and people. So there you go. And what does Ephesians 1 say? We read it last week. That in the dispensation, in the fullness of times, he's going to gather all things in heaven, on earth, under the earth, and to him, the judgment day. It's clear. I mean, the teaching is clear. It's clear. You can't screw this up unless you're doing it on purpose. Yeah, you were to no. give somebody a Bible in an island of somewhere out in the Polynesian island. Yeah. You say, you say here's the word of God. Mm -hmm. Read it and study it. They would never. That's right. Never. never that's right. Yes. That's right. They would read it straight ahead. And that's what I've always said. If I was, I was alone, didn't know anything, that's just right. had my Bible, had no Bible. commentaries, right. no other. Be yeah. That God can teach me and me alone yeah. because of the Holy Spirit. That's yeah. And, right. that, and that's it. That's right. And, well, and you don't need anything. I mean. Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11. I want to get yeah. through at least two of these verses here. Hebrews 11. So li listen to this. I think I'll read. Hebrews 11. We'll start at. What do I got there, Beth? You have 35 uh, right, through we'll 12. Okay, 35. So right, Hebrews 11 is about people of faith. Old Testament, New Testament. People of faith. And what were they seeking an earthly kingdom, no, a, better. And a better one, an earthly city. They were seeking a heavenly kingdom, a heavenly country, not an earthly one. Uh, verse 35, women received their dead raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting uh, deliverance, that they might obtain a better 
resurrection, and others had cruel uh, trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover, of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, they were tempted. These are Christians. Mm -hmm. yep. These are not Jews. <laughs> These are also, well, they are Jews, but they are also Christian. These are God's children. This is what the world, led by the devils, do to God's children. They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, they were tempted, they were slain, they were tempted. Mm -hmm. They were tempted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know temptation is a persecution? Amen. Yeah. Yeah. It's a testing. That's right. Yeah. They were slain uh, with the sword. They were wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, and tormented, of, of whom the world, this world, mm -hmm. was not worthy. That they wandered in deserts and mountains and dens and caves of the earth. All these... And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. The promise is not on the earth, not this earth, not mm -hmm. this world. God having provided some better thing for us that they, without mm -hmm. us, should not be made perfect. I'm going to look at here, 12. Wherefore, seeing that we are compassed about with so great a what? Cloud. Well, how's Jesus coming? In the clouds. We're the clouds. Mm -hmm. We are the clouds of witnesses that are coming. Cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which doth easily beset us, and let us run with, there it is, patience, mm -hmm. through tribulation, right, the race that is set before us. Looking, that's what I'm looking for, right? That's what I'm looking When? Well, yeah, in my life, I'm always looking. But there's a day, uh, Luke will look at it. Luke 21 says, when you see these things come to pass, then look on your redemption draw nigh, and the kingdom of God draweth nigh. So he's coming with his kingdom. Okay, uh, look into Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, where the joy was set before him, endured the cross, despising the, saint, the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. When he appears, he appears at the right hand of the Father when mm -hmm. he rips the veil open between this dimension and that dimension. It, it, it's also interesting that it, it goes through the persecution, talking about right. the sheepskins and goatskins. That's right. Um, so if we're put in detentions, if we're, mm -hmm. if we're poisoned with chemicals, if we're whatever it might be, um, in those verses that you just read, it tells us both the... Um, the the lack of value we have on earth in, in amongst uh, people of earth. And it also, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, he died for us. That's right. He loved us. He gives us value. That's right. And, and so you've got both how vulnerable and weak we are and how we will be mistreated because this isn't our home. That's right. And the beauty of how much we are loved. He endured the cross, despising the shame. That's right. Despising the shame. But he did it. For us. And so we find out for both us. our vulnerability and our preciousness. For, for us. And look at verse 35, which I think, because I have this here in my notes, so it must have be somebody said it before. But, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance. Where there was a choice there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. That you could decide to be delivered. That's right. Or yeah. decide to That's be right. tortured. That's that right. There's going to be a choice, and it's going to be a hard choice. It's not. To make. It's for not. Some, no, not for us, yeah, but for right. some. Right. For See, those to me, who don't, to me, gonna, because some the, are going to accept, accept right. deliverance. That's right. 
So there's going to be a, a temptation that's going to take the whole world. Right. You take this, you and live. you can buy and sell. You can live. Yeah. You yeah. might even be able to live two, three hundred years. We don't care what God says. He's wrong, right? I've already been beta tested on this. I didn't take it. I didn't take the vaccine. I'm not saying if you took it. What I'm saying is I felt God has dealt with me on this situation. They, I, I saw that and I said this. It wasn't even a debate. It's right. I never. It's right. I never yeah. contemplated, never yeah. thought about it. It was the Holy Ghost going, you're not touching that thing. You're not touching it. But there are going to be those Christians That's that right. are going to... Falling away. I want to be delivered. It's right. Right. Delivered. Well, I was told I would never have to see the temptation. I was told I would never enter Mm -hmm. into tribulation. I was told that God would never beat his bride. I was told, you know, that I was going to just float away out of this trouble. That was never going to happen. They're the ones that are being set up for this. Yeah. And dominionism, what I'm saying Mm -hmm. about dominionism, it's sweeping the country. That, yeah. that is sweeping the country. Asbury, Toronto yes. Blessing, Lakeland, that is sweeping the country, and Dominion theology is sweeping through Christianity and right you're now. you're seeing it through the youth, through the yeah. colleges. Now, just thinking real quick, uh, when, oh, which one of uh, David's sons was it? Um, anyhow, he didn't believe the elders. He got rid of them and only believed the young folks. Yes. That's right. right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Rehoboam. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. One of those guys. Solomon's sons. Yeah. Rehoboam or Jeroboam. I always get to the two. Yeah, one of the Boam boys. Yeah. Okay, okay, so listen, I want to get to this. I want to get to this. Second Corinthians three. I want Jew and Gentile, right? What event, when does this take place? When is the resurrection? When is the rapture? It's on the day of the Lord, right? So timing to me, I think God is teaching us timing here, and I think it's important. Look, look, this, I caught this by mistake, just messing around with my Bible. Where are we? Uh, 2 Corinthians 3, I'm going to pick it up at 14. So he's talking about the Jews here, right? Okay. Uh, but their minds were blinded. Wait, what verse you at? 14. 14. Okay. For until this day remaineth the same veil untaken away in the reading of the Old Testament, the veil is done away with in Christ. What do we say? The mysteries of the kingdom in the Old Testament are a mystery. To the Jew, it's still a veil. It's not to us anymore. We can now understand the kingdom, Christ's kingdom, the timing of things by the New Testament. Okay? So they're still veiled. Uh, But even, 15, but even unto this day when Moses is read, the veil is upon their heart. How do you believe? With your heart. Right? 16. Nevertheless, when we shall turn to the Lord... The veil shall be taken away. When it shall turn. When, yeah, when it, the Jew, right? When the Jew, when does he turn to the Lord? When they see him whom they have pierced. When every eye sees him, when he comes in the clouds and every eye sees him, then the Jew is going to turn to the Lord, right? Uh, now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all with an open face, beholding as a glass, the glory of the Lord, are changed. Sound familiar? It's a resurrection, Dave, right? 
It's a resurrection verse. Are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. So I'm told they're going to be resurrected when we're resurrected. Not a thousand years later. They're resurrected when we are resurrected, when he appears in the clouds. You know, man, I could get into dimensions right now. Here's two dimensions, right? Here's, here's one dimension, here's another dimension. Two hands, they can't see each other. All they see is the same plane. But if I pick this hand up, I'm now in the third dimension and I can go over here. This is what Jesus is doing from the fourth dimension. He enters the third dimension. And we'll get into the numbers four. He's in the dimension, and that dimension is going to be ripped wide open. You can't survive in your flesh when it's ripped wide open. He kills people because the glory of the Lord is going to shine over all the earth, and he's going to burn it, like we've said before. He's going to burn everything up, not with a three-dimensional fire, Alan, a four-dimensional fire. For us, it's a purifying resurrection. Malachi says, who shall be able to stand at his coming? He, is a, he shall sit as a refiner's fire, refining the children of God. Something like that. The refining is your body coming off of you and being purified with a holy body. For them, it's that. Well, the two dimension is, is shown with uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Even those who were putting them in the fire were dying before they even hit yep. the fire. And we're going to get into some of this. Okay. We're going to... I just want to... I think we're going to be closing soon, but... Um, but this scripture from Paul Bunyan... Um, or this scripture, I'm sorry, this, this, this truth. And this is faith. Um, this is if we're truly seeing through the eyes of God, through with the Holy Spirit. So he's in prison when he's writing this, right? I am indeed in prison now, in body, but my mind is free to study Christ and how unto me he is kind. For though men keep my outward man within their locks and bars, yet by faith of Christ I can mount higher than the stars. That's right. That's faith looking beyond the flesh, looking beyond what is happening, whether we're being persecuted or whatever is happening. That's the eyes of faith. To say, no matter what they do, I have the freedom and I have the Holy Spirit within me that I can mount to the stars in Christ. That's right. That is that dimension. He's saying right here, you're seeing, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord. What is it? It's a mirror. A glass is a mirror. There's a, a sea of glass. There's a mirror. It's a molten glass. When you look in a mirror, are you seeing yourself? You're seeing the opposite. Right? Oh. If I raise my right hand, you're raising your left hand. You're seeing the sinful man on this side, but the perfect man is on the without sin is on the other side of the mirror. It's Christ in you. You get this? When I'm looking at a mirror, the glass, I'm seeing Christ because this person here is sinful, and I'm looking into a mirror that is not sinful. And he says that Christ is in you, and it's waiting to be revealed on the last day. We're not done. We're going we're to take our time. This is great. I think these are great studies. I love it. I think I could just, by the expressions of people, I could see what we're getting at. In 22 19, uh, the people that take away from the scriptures, the, the different versions that are being done, yeah. all yeah. the time. Yeah. These people that are doing this, yeah. they're the ones that are going to be. Yeah. All right. Ash, you want to pray? Absolutely.
Father God, just, Lord, we just come before you just as a broken people, Lord, and we just thank you for your love, for your word, Father, and how you are merciful to us. Um, and I thank you, Father, for the time that we have here to open up and to study and how you reveal things um, to us through the Holy Spirit, Lord. And Father, now as we um, go into the service, Lord, I pray for Pastor as he brings forth your word. And Father, may we just be um, obedient to, to what we hear, Father, that is the truth from you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.